Hey, welcome back to the Addicted to Healthy podcast, your one-stop destination for all things health and a kick-ass life. I'm Laurence, certified nutritional practitioner and health coach, and the host of the Addicted to Healthy podcast. So today I have Janelle on the podcast. She's going to be talking all about her experience with chronic pain and migraines and how to manage them holistically. So she is a massage therapist who's worked in healthcare for the last 15 years, and she's now pursuing health coaching. Over the last 10 years or so, she really got in tune with what good health really means, and now she teaches others to heal themselves. So I'm super excited for you guys to listen to this podcast, especially if you are dealing with chronic pain. I think this is going to be really useful. Um, Lots of great information about nutrition, as well as holistic practices like acupuncture and massage and dry needling, etc. Hello and welcome Janelle to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course, I'm really excited to have you here. So today we're going to be talking all about chronic pain. I know you have a lot of experience with this, so I'm really excited to dive into your story and get into the nitty gritty of all this. So can you start off by just talking a little bit about your experience with chronic pain? Yes. So I started having migraines when I was in high school, probably my freshman year to the point of they would happen daily. And if you haven't suffered a true migraine, you don't really understand the pain it causes. But if you had chronic pain of some sort, you understand the the toll it takes on you. I had been through numerous doctors. No one can find anything wrong with me. But it, it, it's, it, I knew enough to know it's not normal for an otherwise healthy teenager to black out in pain regularly or to crawl under my bed because it would be the place in my house. Like these weren't normal, but we couldn't figure out why, why I was having migraines. It was something I was told I, I pretty much had to live with. And then several years later, I ended up working for a chiropractor, which was the beginning to the end of the migraines and really gave me my life back because you get to a point dealing with chronic pain that you think that's the only way. You think you have to live that way and you, and you don't. And so I'm really excited to have found ways to manage this to live in pain anymore. Wow. I mean, I've dealt with like different conditions and like PCOS is kind of like a chronic condition but I have never dealt with like migraines or like chronic pain like that so I have no idea what that would feel like but I can imagine how painful that must be. Um, I have so many questions for you. So Lacey can you explain to our listeners first of all what does a chiropractor do? What kind of what does he do and what is a chiropractor? Yeah so chiropractors deal with the spine your, your spine controls your whole nervous system. So if there's a block in your nervous system, that's going to affect some part of your body. And so a chiropractor will do adjustments throughout your spine to clear those blocks. For me, a lot of my issues were coming from my neck, uh, that I had a lack of a natural curve in my neck, which was putting abnormal pressure on cranial nerves. So by them releasing that pressure and putting my neck back into a more natural alignment, it helped. That probably was the biggest thing that helped reduce my migraines. Um, There's a few other triggers I have, but that was the biggest thing. And they said that for so many things can cause 
issues with your spine, car accidents, falls, um, using forceps during delivery. So it's so many things that people don't probably have like small traumas that they don't even, if they don't necessarily have pain, they don't think it's an issue, but it, it will, it, there's something going on, you know? So it's just keeping your body in its optimal state. I like to think of it is, you know, if you're, if your central nervous system is functioning, that will clear up a lot of problems. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I can imagine. So for you, you said it started around 15 when you were 15. Yeah. Do you remember there was like a trigger or anything or did it just happen all of a sudden randomly? Yeah, I, I don't remember a specific trigger. Um, if it was just stress of high school that brought it on or if it, if it was just years of a buildup of tension, honestly, it, but it got, it, and, and, and they didn't start off that severe. I think they progressed to the severity of which by the time I was out of high school, it was, I would just go home and cry because I was in pain and no one could tell me why. But when, when they started, they weren't that bad. They would happen a few times a month, and then it became a few times a week to the point of it was happening daily. Wow. And I can definitely relate to the sort of thing of having like, oh, no, you're fine. There's nothing wrong with you. But there's you know something something's wrong, wrong. With you. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to go to a doctor just for fun. Like, I'm not here because right. I just want to be here. Like, I'm obviously in pain or whatever. I definitely had that as well. So I know you're a big advocate about, you know, taking your own health into your hands and not accepting no for an answer. So what would you say, how did you kind of navigate the healthcare system and find like the right practitioner for you? Was that a really difficult journey for you? How did that kind of look like? It was really difficult for a couple reasons. One being, you know, this was 15 years ago when this all started. So I don't think a lot of the options that helped me now were really mainstream to even, I never would have thought to go to a chiropractor when I was 15. My parents really wouldn't have even thought to take me to one because it wasn't, that was still such a new form of medicine that we didn't really know about. It's not really promoted. You just hear, oh, you ha you're sick, go to the doctor. And they weren't even referring me that that could be an issue. and. I went to school after, after high school, I went to school for medical administration. So I, at this point had, had some medical knowledge. I could put two and two together and figure out, okay, something's amiss. And then when I started working for the chiropractor and we, he was training me on doing x-rays and we did one of my neck as a test. And I, when I developed my x-rays, when I, I was like, something's not right here, just from the knowledge I had. And I took it to him and I said, something's wrong. How do we fix this? And is this why I'm having headaches every day? And he said, yes, it is. And he did an adjustment on me. And the next day was the first day in, in years I didn't have a headache. Wow, that's amazing. I'm glad that you were able to like find that solution too because I know a lot of people just kind of go the conventional route or they take like drugs to help with the pain, but then they're obviously not addressing why it's happening. So they have to, they're dependent on it, right? So 
That's really important to be able to even take the time to go from doctor to doctor, find different alternative therapies, which we're going to talk about, um, but definitely not giving up. Um, even if you have, you know, a doctor that you've seen for years and years, um, it's okay to go look elsewhere right. if you need another solution, right? And I think a lot of people are scared to do that as well. Right. I, and definitely get a second opinion, get a third opinion that I feel like we have so much trust in the medical system that well, they know more than I do. Well, yes, but you know yourself better than they do. So you know when, you know when something's just not right in your body, you know? So really not taking you're okay as the, as the answer and really, well, what options are there? Like what else can I even try? When I, rem I remember being during like during the height of my migraines i remember being at my pediatrician and they're like well you know can you feel one coming on i said no like i'm i go from being fine to blackout pain they're like well can you take something at the start of it? i'm like no because i don't there is no start it's wow. it's from zero to a hundred and they're like well take motrin i'm like motrin doesn't do anything and i actually had overdosed twice gave myself ulcers because that's all they were telling me to do was take Motrin, take Motrin. And then, well, when you take Motrin about eight to 10 at a time for years, that does a number on your system. Like that's not any better for me than having headaches every day. <laughs> yeah. Even if we're looking at like Tylenol, aspirin, those kind of um, drugs for pain or whatever. Um, there's a lot of research coming out about how it destroys your gut health and all of that, especially if you're using it chronically. But even if it's just like small doses over time, right? It and builds up. Yeah, and, and as we discussed, it's not addressing why you have it. So you're just literally popping pills for the rest of your life, right? So right, and we, we don't, don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Which that's going to cause a whole other onslaught of issues, and then it's like, what am I really treating? You know, am I yeah, treating? And then you have other problems that come up right? Exactly. So how did you also find, so you were talking about chiropractor, how that really helped, but what about lifestyle methods of helping you heal chronic pain? So one of the other things that happened for me was I had a back injury when I was a senior in high school and I compressed three lumbar vertebrae. And at the time there was no surgery. To so they told me you have to deal with this. So again, I, well, I was in physical for that and one of the things I found that really helped was massage and I found that also really helped the tension in my neck and started reducing the severity of the migraines and so massage compare complemented the chiropractic and really eliminated a lot of my issues um, because the like massage would help loosen the muscles. So when I got adjusted, it would hold better. I would get relief for longer periods of time. When I first started seeing a chiropractor, I was going four days a week for the first year to get my neck into a place of where I would hold an adjustment for any length of time. And now I'm at a point where I can go every other week. I get massage once a month. So one of my main triggers for headache for migraines will be food. If I'm, if I'm eating really unhealthy for a long period of time, if I'm eating a lot of sugar, I eat pretty healthy most of the time. So I can, I, I sense when I'm like, okay, I've been eating bad. I'm feeling 
horrible. I'm getting headaches daily. Something I need to change something or I need to go to yoga or I need to move more. So I can, I've been able to sense a lot in my own body on, okay, I just, I need to tweak something. I need to exercise more. I need to eat a salad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of those things do um, help. It has helped reduce the frequency and the severity. Fortunately, I do work in a physical therapy office, so I do have access to a lot of, of different therapy options. If I if I do have a migraine or just a, a severe headache that doesn't go away, I can be like, hey, can you guys do ABC for me? And, and it'll release it quickly. And so I, I'm fortunate that I'm at a point now where everything's pretty well maintained. And so for food, obviously junk food, sugar, those are like the triggers of everything. <laughs> but are there any other things that you found trigger migraines? Like, I don't know, coffee or alcohol or even like chocolate or nightshades or any like groups of foods? Is there anything that kind of stuck out for you? Not for me personally, but I know a lot. I know there are. And so a lot of it's just kind of figuring out what works for your body, like what makes you feel good. Now, not to say I never eat sugar because I love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we all love it. <laughs> but I, I really try and watch how much I'm eating or just trying to cut back as much as I can on, on sweets um, and eat as organically as possible, eat as many whole foods as possible. That's really what makes me feel best. But I, I know a lot of people who have dairy sensitivity or, you know, gluten's a big thing. So it's really figuring out each person's going to be different and what totally. works for one may not work for another. So there is, there is trial and error in it, but I, you know, I feel one or two months of trial and error with what you're eating for a lifetime of pain, relatively pain-free living's worth it. Oh yeah. I know a lot of people who like say they can't get rid of their donut in the morning or whatever, but once you start feeling amazing, like you can get rid of it. It's worth it. You know? Well, when I think a lot of it is people don't realize they can feel better. They've mm -hmm. accepted this is how, this is my normal. So when you realize, when you have that first day of like, oh my gosh, I'm pain-free for the first time in years, this is what it, I didn't even remember what it felt like, then it's, how do I feel like this all the time? <laughs> yeah, it's, we're just accustomed to feeling crappy and we don't think there's, you know, an alternative. And then when you feel like really good, you're like, oh my God, this is crazy. So I also I think that, yeah, it gets a lot easier when you actually feel good. And then like the cravings go away and just a note on the donut, you can totally make healthy donuts anyway. So it's not like you have to just eat lettuce every day because I'm right. a big, you know, a big advocate of like intuitive eating and not just right. going on like a fat diet, but um, definitely anti-inflammatory. But as we mentioned, it's going to be difficult for different for everyone. So right. definitely recommend doing like elimination diet or like sensitivity test. If right. you don't really know what's affecting you, then that's, that's a good place to start. Yeah, I love the elimination diets because it really does, it cuts cravings. I I do Whole30 a lot. And the first time I'd done it, when I, start, when I started introducing foods back in, one of my patients had brought me a cookie and 
I ate it. And then you realize how much you crave sugar. I was like, I didn't think yeah, about yeah, yeah. it for a month and a half. And as soon as I had this cookie, that's all I could think about. So it a, really does cut down the cravings for that stuff, but also does help. Okay. I feel really bloated when I eat these foods or these foods, you know, just upset my stomach or these foods give me headaches. So it, it does, I'm all for elimination diets and just figuring it out. And then that's not to say you can never have the donut. Mm-hmm. Just don't yeah. eat it every day. Exactly. <laughs> Use it you know, once in a while and then you enjoy it more. Exactly. You know, when it's like, this is my treat for whatever, you know, it, it makes it more of a reward instead of just, I'm going to eat the donut just because I can. Or- yeah, and then you feel like shit after eating the donut. So, whereas if you start healing your body, then it, it can process the crap more easily if you have it once in a while. Like, it's not a big exactly. deal, but, you know, if your body's broken down, it has to process all of this junk food all the time, then you're not going to feel great. So, totally agree with you just gonna interrupt this episode to talk to you about Organifi. I don't know if you've tried it before, but it's my favorite uh, blend of greens. And they also have different um, drink blends like their reishi turmeric, which I make into a latte at night. Puts me to sleep right away. But if you're looking for something that's gonna help alkalize your body, if you're not getting enough greens throughout your day, if you wanna start off the morning with a lot of energy, I highly recommend their green juice. It tastes so good, even though it has all of these superfoods like moringa, chlorella, spirulina, might not be super tasty on its own, but they add mint and green tea, wheatgrass, coconut, lemon, and it tastes really, really good. And they have different um, bottles or different um, little packets that you can take when you're traveling so it's super super convenient I have definitely added them into my routine when I'm traveling because sometimes you just can't eat the same way as you do at home sometimes you don't find all the vegetables and you're in a rush or you just don't have the options so this is an amazing alternative to really get in all of the greens that are going to be energy boosting and alkalizing to the body and help with detoxification. And there are lots of things that you usually don't get through your diet, like different herbs. So it's something that can be added to a really healthy diet as well. And on top of that, you can get 15% off with the code Laurence15 at checkout. So if you are interested in trying it, highly recommend it. Um, You can save money off your order with the code Laurence15. And another thing I want to look into was like lifestyle. So like what are some lifestyle factors that can affect migraines? You kind of touched on exercise, but what about like travel or certain lifestyle kind of ways of living or jobs or things like that? Right. So I have a desk job, which 80 to 90% of people who have a desk job will probably have some kind of tension in their neck and shoulders. And even if they're not complaining of it, there's something there. So anyone who has a desk job, I highly recommend regular massage because it's really going to help open, open you up and release that, release that tension that you're constantly holding that you don't even realize because again, it becomes your normal. Travel is something for me that will exacerbate my symptoms, but I love to travel. So (laughs) figure out ways around that. Um, 
especially long flights, long flights and long car rides, just being in the same position. So if I'm on a long flight, making sure I get up and, and walk the aisle, even if it's just up and down one time, trying to just get up and, and move as much as you can. Uh, kinesio tape, that's become a really big thing for me to help if I am flying to hold to hold my neck muscles in the correct position to help release some of that tension. And it, I tend to travel with that all the time now just to have a roll in case something happens. It's a really easy fix for when I'm not near a doctor or can't get to another form of, of treatment. It'll usually reduce symptoms enough or hold me until I can do something else to alleviate symptoms. Lifestyle, just living your healthiest life. And I know that sounds kind of generic, but we, we've become in society just on the go for everything. We eat fast food for everything. We were just not focusing on our bodies enough and really taking the time to do something for you, you know? And even if it's, it doesn't have to be this, I have to be healthy all day, every day. It can be something as simple as taking a bubble bath. It helps relax you and helps reduce the stress, which in turn helps reduce a lot of these symptoms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love the massage. Like that's definitely, I've been wanting to get one for a long time because I'm very tense. I have like knots everywhere. So I definitely think I should get one. You've inspired me to get one like once a month now. Um, but um, yeah, it's just another great excuse. It already obviously feels amazing, but that's also going to promote your health. Then why not do it? Right. And it, I mean, not only just reduce, and there are so many benefits. It helps, re can reduce blood pressure. Um, it can help reduce swelling we have a lot of patients come in for like frozen issues that it helps so there's so many benefits to it i can't i can't say enough good things about massage i'm all for it <laughs> I think it needs to be doing regularly but yeah it just do you have there, like a specific type of massage that you prefer or recommend or just like any massage I yeah I prefer a deep tissue or anyone who's trained in a medical massage because they're really going to get deep into deep layers of muscles and release that underlying tension I I'll get the Swedish kind of um just more relaxation massages on occasion they're still nice and they still have the benefits but for me what really does work is just the deep tissue it's going to be more therapeutic yes it won't necessarily feel as good at the time yeah. <laughs> but you'll get more benefit from it for sure that's what we want so what about natural methods of pain management we kind of talked about you know different drugs that you can be using but what are some other um alternatives that you found helpful one of them is not really um, a medication but needling is similar to acupuncture but uses very fine needles to help reduce tension in muscles. Helps a lot, um, especially for people who don't necessarily like massage and don't like being rubbed on, it, it, that helps a lot. But also I started using CBD oil and that was life changing. I was probably the biggest skeptic 
I didn't really understand what it was or what the were. I just heard it's good for anxiety. I never really heard it used as a pain management thing. And, you know, in like the two months, thing, it changed my life. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I hadn't been as stubborn and I'd been using this sooner. Wow. I literally keep hearing that. I also did an episode on CBD if anybody has more questions about it, but I used it for the first time a few weeks ago before a presentation, I was really, really nervous. And it, there's like nothing that calms me down if I'm in my like stress state. Right. And yes. that actually chilled me out. And I was like, what? But um, yeah, I've heard it's amazing for like pain management too. So it's definitely something that's trending now. And um, it's getting a lot more recognition and a lot of more research is coming out. So yeah, I definitely yeah. think that that's something to look for. Yeah. Yeah, and definitely just a lot more widely accepted as, as an over-the-counter method. You know, um, we always just think of, okay, let me let me get the Tylenol, or let me get a pain, you know, a painkiller, let me get a muscle relaxer. And so, so in, when I started having pain issues, you know, 15 years ago, CBD didn't exist; it wasn't a thing. So. You, we've just become, we have so many more alternatives now than I think we ever have before. And the other thing CBD has helped me with has been sleep. I've slept better than I have in the last easily five to 10 years. Like I didn't even realize I wasn't sleeping well until I started using this. Wow. And I think, yeah, it's also, I think a lot of people are kind of scared about it and like, you know, there's a lot of taboo around it, but it's also been shown that there are receptors in the body for CBD and all of that. So, I mean, it makes sense that it works so well as right. well. And like the research is out there. Um, and I mean, the results are incredible. Is it something you would take like on a daily basis or just when the pain comes up? I do. I take the oil daily. And then I also have a cream that I can, that I use um, for like acute if my back's really bothering me or my neck's a little extra tense, I'll do that as well. Awesome. So there are different methods, either topical or internal. oil, yeah. Cool. So what about mindset? I know you're big on mindset. I'm really big on mindset. Um, I think that for most people who go through, you know, growth, development, healing, whatever, um, a certain point they realize that the missing piece is mindset that definitely happened in my health journey. So what right. about you? How does mindset play into healing chronic pain? I feel like it plays a lot and not in the sense of you can't just tell someone, Oh, pretend you're not in pain or, Oh, mm -hmm. if you don't focus on it, it's not there. Like, no, anyone who's had some sort of chronic issue knows that's not how it works, but having the mindset of, better days are ahead. This is a bad day. I can get through this. I've had worse days. This one's manageable. And just focusing on not so much the pain, but I, there, there's, there's gotta be a solution and have a good day again, you know, and just focusing on that, not so much telling yourself, Oh, the pain's not there. I feel great. No, that's not true. And that's just going to perpetuate. <laughs> that's not going to help at all. But really just focusing on what can I do to feel better or let me get through today and tomorrow will be better. 
I didn't have these techniques when I was a teenager. I didn't know about mindset. So I feel like if I had that back then, I probably wouldn't have suffered as much as I did. I probably would have been more aggressive and finding answers instead of just kind of accepting. Um, but really not letting it get the best of you. It's, and it's so easy and it's, I know so many people who deal with chronic issues and it's really just let yourself have a bad day because they're going to happen, but not beating yourself up when I'm knocked out in bed today and I can't do anything because I'm in pain. Well, just ride it out. And then the next day when you have a good day, really appreciate the good days. Yeah, and I think it also goes back to like not taking no for an answer because unfortunately there's a lot of negativity and then just getting no and like there's nothing we can do is just kind of closes the door on your face. So really not taking that for an answer and actually believing that you can heal. I think that's really important because there is also research going into how like your your mindset and how you view things and your outlook also affects every cell in your body physically. So it's really important and not just for, you know, feeling better mood wise, but to also heal your body. Like it's scientifically proven that you have a better outlook on healing if you actually work on the mindset. And I think it's another thing for me as well. I think, especially with PCOS, um, because I have a lot of experience with that, obviously, um, I see a lot of women kind of wondering, oh, can people get better? Can people heal? Can can we even become pregnant? Whatever. Um, Because they haven't heard of anyone, but it's looking for that outside proof that, okay, someone actually has healed. Someone actually has gone through this. Someone actually has had success. And then that kind of helps you say, oh, okay, maybe I can do it too. Right. So really looking for that outside proof or like a mentor or an example. Um, But I know it can be really difficult when you're engulfed in the pain or you're in the middle of it to really like even find the energy to, Right. adopt another mindset or like try to change um so for you did you have any like techniques or strategies or like exercises or even like journaling or things like that that helped you when you were in that like dark place not honestly I did not not when they were at their worst because like I said I I didn't know those techniques I didn't really have the the mind, you know how much mindset played into it. And it it does get discouraging when you're told everything's okay. And you know, Mm -hmm. you know, no, that's not true. But when, and going back to when my doctors were like, take Motrin, take Motrin. And I just wanted the pain to stop. You know, I just was at a point where when I, when I overdosed, it wasn't like I was trying to kill myself. I just wanted the pain to stop. And if you're telling me this is what will do it, fine. Well, it didn't. And I actually (laughs) ended up really sick. (laughs) But looking back on that, now at least when I do have episodes, because they do, they do still happen. They're not, like I said, near as severe or near as frequent, but I will have episodes that okay, this is a bad day, but I'll get through it. I've been through worse things than a headache and not to downplay the pain that anyone goes through because I'm, I'm sure it, it's horrible. It's debilitating. I, I get it, but 
just knowing that there are answers and keep searching till someone will help you, whether it's a, you know, doctor finding the right therapist, finding the, the right person who's been through what you've been through and can give you tips maybe you don't know. Or to even, like you said, just say, hey, I've been there, let me help. And they see someone else on the other side and you're like, okay, it is possible. Yeah, and I think it's also realizing that it's not just one thing or one person that's going to cure you. For so long, I was looking for that one cure, but it's the little steps or like the people along the way. I mean, I've worked with so many people for my health. I've worked on it myself. I've tried so many supplements and diets and whatever. So it's like a healing journey and it's not just one thing that's going to, you know, completely change it. So right. it's adding the little lifestyle changes, the diet, the nutrition, chiropractor, whatever, and then the mindset all together so that right. you actually feel less pain, then you can actually work on the mindset easier. And you know, it just the little steps really add up. Exactly. And then when you do start feeling great, and you're and you're like, Oh, yeah, this is what this is what normal should feel like. This is my new baseline on how I should be feeling day to day. It, it gives you that encouragement on like, okay, I can take the bad days because I know how I'm going to feel on the other side of it. Yeah. And then you actually kind of understand what makes you feel better too. So you can kind of cut out the stuff that makes you feel worse, right? Exactly. And hopefully, hopefully when you do have the bad days, they won't last as long because you have the steps in place. Yep, exactly. So where can we find you? What are you doing? Um, Let us know what you're up to. Yeah, so I am located in in North Carolina. I'm a massage therapist here. I will be starting a health coaching certification program in January, so I'm super excited. Is that IIN? uh, I'm sorry? Is that IIN? No, it's uh, gonna be Hungry for Happiness with us. Oh, cool, that's amazing. I'm so excited. Yeah, so I'll be offering an online health coaching program probably mid-next year. And find me on Instagram at the Janelle Consorti or on Facebook. And I would love to help anyone, anyone, even if it's just a support system, you know, an, an ear or let, let me help you with, with your healing. I love it. Thank you so much for all of this. This was super fascinating. Uh, This is the first time we really talked about this topic on the podcast. So I'm sure a lot of listeners will find this really useful. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us and sharing your experience. You're welcome. I've, I've had a great time on the show.